If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za. Let's go to the story now. We've been on the story for the past three days, but now um, this, uh, the protest at the, the University of Pretoria has intensified. This is the protest by Nahau. Uh, they've, they've reached a deadlock on, uh, on increases of salaries and many other things that uh, are, are in front of the, that conversation. Uh, on the line with us is Nahau Regional Deputy Secretary Huitzimang Matecha. Thank you very much for making time for us. Good evening and welcome. Good evening, Pimelo. Well, thank you so much for making time for us. Yesterday, we were able to speak to the University of Pretoria. They've said that they, they have interdicted your actions as Nahau. Have you received that interdict? And uh, what's your plan of action? Okay. Thanks, uh, Pimelo. Just to um, clarify, um, in terms of the interdict, yes, we have received the order. The order... Um, is merely interdicting uh, protesters from moving outside of the picketing line. Okay. There's a demarcated area yes. um, designated for picketing. So yeah. um, there's a misconception that the strike has ended or it's as if the strike has been inter- interdicted in mm. entirety, which is not correct. Okay, the so basically it's about demarcating the area where you're supposed to be picketing. Yes. All right. And and so uh, we are told that as how you've decided to intensify the strike. What do you mean by that? Look, um, as a union, we obviously have branches um, in, in we, we have a region in Fani, mm-hmm. which is constituted by about 130 branches. Mm-hmm. And we have what we call the Regional um, Executive Committee, which, which uh, is made up of branch chairpersons and secretaries. Mm-hmm. And we have over 1,000 subgroups. So Nehau is at liberty to um, grant time off to um, shop stewards from the different branches and to members of the regional executive committee um, to reinforce the picketing lines or support a branch that is on strike. So mm-hmm. by intensifying, it means that we will gonna support mm-hmm. from um, different branches or um, different like-minded organizations that will join us in solidarity um, to support our strikes, mm. to support our strikes. And that also means that we will also use other ways. For example, we, we will be organizing a march um, as a region, and, and the provincial office is also um, supporting that march, whereby as a region, not as a branch now, as a region, mm-hmm. as, as a province, mm-hmm. we will be marching to the University of Pretoria to hand over a memorandum um, with a number of demands. So the intensification merely means um, extending um, the um, strike to other branches. The other branches have been coming, but now we are going to issue more time off. We are going to make sure that we reach out to more branches and we reach out to uh, the province. The province also is consisted of different regions such as Joburg, Mm -hmm. Ekurleni, so those are also regions that have other branches. Nothing stops them from coming to UP to join the picketing line in order to reinforce the strike. Got so that is what we mean by intensifying the strike. So, so you want to bring the strike to one central point, the University of Pretoria, not necessarily to all the campuses in Gauteng. So for instance, uh, University of Pretoria has a campus here in Johannesburg, Gibbs. Does it mean that the 
picketing will be happening at all these campuses or you are going to centralizing, taking it to the main campus at the University of Pretoria? Uh, remember that the, 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 the designated um, area for the strike is the Hesfield Campus mm-hmm. Engineering Brigade. Mm. So we can't go outside of um, the yes. designated area or the picketing area. Okay. So intensifying nearly means uh, bringing others on board so that they can reinforce the picketing line and um, gotcha. come in solidarity with the branch to say we actually want to be heard and this is not a cry mm-hmm. that only belongs to University of Pretoria Workers. This is something that we feel as other branches, as a region in China or as a province, we feel that these are issues that affect workers. Mm-hmm. You know, these are issues that are not only unique to workers of the University of Pretoria. You would have seen that uh, the Nelson Mandela yes. University yeah. is also um, experiencing the same struggles. So there's nothing unique about the struggles of workers at the University of Pretoria in comparison mm-hmm. to the struggles of workers in the different branches in Tuani or across um, the country. You're saying as a union that the university has been intimidating workers. How How have they done that? Yeah, we've received um, some complaints um, from a number of workers whom were saying um, they are afraid um, coming to, to come to the strike because they've been intimidated by their line managers or they have been threatened with issues such as no work, no pay. And I remember there was actually an incident where um, a number of workers from a particular division in the department um, called us to say we want to come to the site tomorrow but we can't come because our line manager is intimidating us with all sorts of things and we brought that kind of an incident to the attention of HR employee relations to say there is this complaint by workers in this particular department and we need you to help us in addressing it so that the workers are not afraid um, to come to the to the strike in fear of being victimized or in fear of um, suffering the no work, no pay. Our workers are very much aware of um, issues of no work, no pay, but this is a legal and protected strike. So the employer cannot just implement um, no work, no pay on workers without having um, a discussion with mm-hmm. the union or having an agreement with the union as to how that no work, no pay will be implemented. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yes. No, no, no. If you want to go ahead, go ahead. I'll ask you the question later. Yeah, so so um, today we actually went as far as um, making attempts to try and arrange with um, um, the university's chief, um, um, chief um, the, the COO. The CEO. Mm-hmm. Chief Operations Officer, Officer. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yes, the COO to say, please allow a number of our shops to us onto campus to go and engage with um, workers that are on their workstations to try and hear what is it that they are experiencing. Because you can imagine when you are on the ticketing line receiving calls, you are not always able to record the information that mm. you get. Okay. You know, so it's and some of the messages come through other people who are on the picketing line. Mm. So we wanted a more organized way of mm. reaching out to this individual so that we can have um, some kind of factual information from this individuals and try and see how we can follow these cases up in an organized manner. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, 
that um, request was not accepted and we now send a message to our workers to say please come during your lunch hour so that we can see how to engage with you and assist you with your your cries. Some heeded the call, some didn't, but mm. we got an opportunity to engage with, with, with some of the members and try and figure out what is um, what challenges they are experiencing. I want us to talk a little bit about what the main sticking issues are. Of course, salary negotiations are difficult. Uh, we know that. Um, they have offered 4%. Uh, I know that you are asking for above inflation uh, increase. I'm seeing now today that you're asking for 7%. Um, I'm hearing that you are looking for a once-off bonus. There are other issues as well. Maybe from yourselves, just clarify for us what are the other sticking issues. Yes, you you are right. Um, the, the union has uh, made a number of demands: um, a seven percent salary increase, a once-off bonus, a thirteenth check, a five days leave encashment, a long service cash award at ten, fifteen, and twenty years. So, with the long service award, what happens at the university is that you only get a cash incentive um, at a period of twenty years. So, we are saying. The same cash incentive that we are giving at 20 years, why not break it down to 10, 15, and 20 years so that a worker doesn't have to wait 20 years mm-hmm. to get a cash incentive in terms of the long service award. So um, those are our main demands, and all of them were rejected by the employer. Mm. The employer has only offered um, a 4% wage increase. You can imagine um, in those difficult times if a worker must actually accept a 4% salary increase, which is way below CPI, that would not amount to any kind of real increase. Actually, we did our own calculations with some of the lowest paid workers, and a worker who earns 10,000 rents, that 4% amounts to 400 rents, and we checked with the medical aid increases and all that, that worker would literally take home less than 200 rents. So can we say all of that is fair? And if you look across um, the sector. UNISA has signed at 6.6%. NMU, that is on strike, um, the initial offer from the, the employer is mm-hmm. 6.9%. And yeah. NMU workers are saying we want 8%. Mm. VEZ is now sitting at 6.4% and I want to off bonus. So we want to emphasize the fact that there's nothing unique in terms of the the the, the grant cards and the, the, the debt, the student debt. Yes, the student that every university has its own challenges. But you look at an institution like UP, if an institution like NMU can offer 6.9%, UP is an institution that is far ahead, that is more resourceful compared to an institution like NMU. So what we are emphasizing is that there's nothing unique about the the financial difficulties that UP is experiencing in comparison to other universities. And we are also going further to say, if an institution talks about austerity measures, austerity measures should not be um, exclusive Mm -hmm. to a certain category of workers over Mm -hmm. the others. Mm -hmm. Why did UP management executives give themselves bonus Mm -hmm. when they have been preaching austerity measures over the last few years? What is so special about them giving themselves bonus? And when it comes to the workers who are doing the work on the ground, who are keeping our 
residences clean, who are keeping our grounds clean, who are making sure that our facilities are running smoothly, our classes are running smoothly. What what makes them so unique or so important compared to the other workers that are on the ground? And maybe I must also say that we were willing to collaborate. We had um, two meetings with. Um, the interim vice chancellor and principal of Temba Musia, whereby we had um, what, what we thought was a good discussion mm-hmm. to say, let's see how we can meet each other halfway. Let's come up with different scenarios to see where we can concede. And we came up with scenarios where we went as low as 5%. I think um, the highest was about um, 6%. Um, we were willing to even accept the dating check that is faced in over a number of years. Mm-hmm. We were even to um, we were willing to say, in an absence of a dating check, can mm-hmm. we get a once-off bonus that amounts to twenty-five thousand, which is cheaper than implementing a dating check, and mm-hmm. see how we can move forward in, in 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 the following years. And after having all of that discussion and cracking our heads the entire evening on Thursday night last week, mm-hmm. coming up with three different scenarios. Mm-hmm. He still came back with the same 4% and a 3.1% a once-off bonus. So we, we, our workers were very aggrieved on Friday. They were very, um, so, they felt very disrespected with someone who comes to a meeting to say, let's try to meet each other halfway. And tomorrow... He still comes back with an offer of the very same four percent that mm-hmm. workers have rejected. So, um, we are we are dealing with an institution that is negotiating with us in that state. Mm-hmm. But one thing we can assure University of Pretoria management is that this strike is not going to stop until such time that the university meets our demand. We are not going to settle for anything below um, CTI, and we are not going to concede on key demands that we have made, such as taking check and a once-off bonus. Mm-hmm. So we are very clear in terms of um, what we want, and we are not, you know, we didn't get this far to stop and concede and accept the 4% salary increase. So if there's a belief somewhere that workers of University of Pretoria will just concede and accept the below um, CPI increase, uh, it, it can only be a dream because we are very strong we are sustaining our numbers on the ticketing line and we will continue to reinforce until such time that the university hits um, the call of the workers and offer workers a, a livable way. I was okay. going to ask about some of the details. You've just really eloquently explained the fact that you were willing to compromise on the 13th check um, and, and the different models that you were willing to play with. The impression you got in that meeting was that you were meeting your, each other halfway and, and you were going somewhere with this. What do you think happened between that meeting and the, the following day when you received the very same offer? Look, obviously we were not in um, whatever meetings that took place outside of ourselves mm. and it would be difficult for us to account mm. on what would have happened. We submitted the three different scenarios willing to concede and take down um, the 7% um, demand to a lower percentage. And as I say, um, came up with the different scenarios to say a betting check can be based in over a number of years. In the absence of a betting check, can you give workers some kind of a relief with a once-off bonus that amounts to about 25000 
and with a 6% salary increase. And that is actually a cheaper a cheaper scenario compared to the two other scenarios where we were saying 5.5% and a dating check. And I think uh, the other one was about 5.8% and dating check that is based in over uh, a number of years. So we really went out of our way to try and, you know, meet the university halfway or concede on some of our initial demands. So what happened between when we did the submission and when um, the interim VC came back to our meeting, we, we really have no idea. And it was such a shock, you know, to arrive to a meeting where we have still been told you must accept the very same four percent that you rejected. The only offer that I'm giving you is a 3.1 um, of bonus. And I must emphasize that it was even uh, presented in a very divisive uh, manner where that 3.1% would have been only offered to support staff, not academic staff. So how do you say other workers are different from others? We consider ourselves, all of us, as workers of the University of Pretoria. So you cannot come and make an offer that divides workers. Nehau at the University of Pretoria does not only represent and um, support services workers, we represent all workers at the University of Pretoria. So, and we bargain from um, a deputy director level all the way to um, a lowest uh, paid worker. So this 3.1 was actually being offered to support staff only. So that actually undermines our academic and the fact that we also represent um, academics at the University of Pretoria. So just to clarify, because the impression we got when we spoke to the university yesterday was that they they have incorporated the 13th check. It was an agreement you guys had um, as the union, I think it was two years ago, and it was incorporated into the current salary. I, I did ask them, you know, is it does it reflect on people's pay slips? And they said, no, it was an agreement you had. Do you agree with that? Is Is that accurate? So, Camelo, can I just clarify, because this, this is coming as a huge shock mm. um, to myself, and I'm sure how members who are listening now would be very shocked. So they are saying we signed an agreement about two years ago. They're saying you've signed an agreement as a union to incorporate the 13th check to be spread out over the the year. So um, whatever percentage would be spread out into your, into your salary. So you are getting the 13th check, except that you're getting it in... In, in your monthly payment, in your monthly salaries, because that was the agreement you had. I asked, does it reflect anywhere that there's, you know, there's a 13th check? They said, absolutely not, but you had agreed to that. See, the first thing, when somebody claims there's an agreement, mm. they must be able to produce such an agreement. That's very important. Mm. Secondly, personally, I've been a worker at the University of Pretoria for 15 years. And the initial contract that I signed does not indicate in any place that there is a testing check. Hmm. I'm, I'm now sharing a personal story of a work as a worker who's been at the University of Pretoria for 15 years. And I would be willing to share my contract with you at any given moment. And I can assure you there is nowhere where my contract indicates that there's a testing check incorporated into my salary or I will be receiving a betting check. And this is a narrative that UP has been writing on for so many years. And 
the challenge we've put to them over the years is if there is indeed a dating check, show me in my contract that I've signed in EP, where is it indicated that a dating check is incorporated into my salary package? Or where is it indicated that I will receive or I am receiving a dating check at some point? And I can assure you, there isn't any clause in our contract that indicates that they didn't check. And perhaps they can speak for people who've been there before me, but I can assure you, Nahal represents so many workers who have been at BP for a number of years. And majority of us who've been there for over uh, 10 years can assure you that there isn't anything like that. But if there is such an agreement, I'm sure you can must now produce it. And to say that it was signed three years ago, I've been sitting in the bargaining forum of the University of Pretoria for over eight years as an individual. And how has been in the bargaining mm. forum way before I became a branch secretary at some point. Mm. So I don't remember us signing an agreement that indicates in the last two years that there is a dating check incorporated into our salaries. So mm. that is actually a misrepresentation of fact and very well let's leave it there and we'll obviously keep an eye on the story and invite you as things develop now regional deputy secretary Huizimang Matecha thank you very much for your time if you missed it live catch the broadcast on kaya 959.co.za